Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week, another episode. I'm your host, Brad Betke, and this is the 23rd episode of the Box Score Sports Podcast. Uh, a little song we can ride into, me and bro with a vibe or two. Uh, doing shit that I'm not into, to the beat that I'm not into. A little bit of guidance, getting rough, but we never really fight in. And these words in my mind, gonna ride in. Had to learn Thank you guys so much for coming back for another week, another episode of the Box Score Sports Podcast. Real quick, I just want to apologize. I know this episode is coming out really late, and that's just due to the fact that these last couple of days I've been really sick, and today was the first day I actually felt like myself again, so I didn't want to record when my voice didn't even sound like me, and I couldn't even finish a sentence without coughing or sneezing or sniffling or something. So it was just a simple cold, tested negative for COVID, so nobody's got to worry, but other than that, we're going to jump right into exactly what you know we're going to be talking about, the NFL Draft. With the first pick in the 2020... No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, guys, a lot happened this draft. A lot of trades, more than I think I've ever seen, and some incredible athletes going to some incredible teams. And basically, most, if not all, of this episode, I'm going to be going over who the teams picked and what grade I give that team based on the picks that they made. So, no specific order. We're just going to go in the order that ESPN gives me. Uh, starting with Denver Broncos. They did not have a first-round pick, but they went and got the outside linebacker out of Oklahoma, Nick Bonito. I think that's a pretty important uh, fill. You look at Denver, they haven't really been the same since Von Miller left defensively, especially in the terms of the pass rush, and Bonito has shown, especially playing at a big team like Oklahoma, that he's capable of some high-caliber football. So I don't think that was a horrible pick there. They drafted a tight end in round three, corner in round four, defensive end in four. Then they had three fifth-round picks, a safety, a wide receiver, and a center. And then their last two picks in the sixth and seventh round, a D-tackle in a corner. They definitely addressed some needs here at corner. They definitely need some help there. So they got two of those. I don't know about how in-depth they went with it, and they didn't really grab the best players available in my opinion, or anything crazy like that. So I'm going to go ahead and give the Denver Broncos a B- minus for their draft. They did address some holes on their roster, but I don't think that they addressed the most important ones. On to the next one, the Buffalo Bills. And I think they had a pretty decent draft. They addressed a, addressed a couple of issues that they have on their roster, starting with their first-round pick, a corner out of Florida, Kair Alam. I think that's a pretty good pick, honestly. You know, you look at their, their team, the only decent corner that they have, in my personal opinion, is Tredavious White, and he's really good, but that's it. Their only other good DBs are Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, but they're both safeties. So they definitely needed some help at corner, and they drafted a pretty solid player out of Florida here in Kair Alam. Round two, they went and got uh, Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, out of the University of Georgia. I think this is a pretty good pick, personally, just because he has a lot of potential. He's not going to be quite as good as his brother, in my opinion, but he's definitely a skilled player. Moving on to their third round pick, they had Terrell Bernard out of Baylor, the linebacker. And then they didn't have a pick again until the fifth. They had three sixth rounds and a seventh in which they drafted a receiver, punter, corner, tackle, and linebacker. 
I would say overall, this team definitely addressed a lot of their needs. They did need a little bit of help on O-line, and they addressed that later in the draft with a tackle out of Virginia Tech. Not the best player available, but they definitely filled more of a depth in a role position that they needed to. They addressed some issues that they're having on the team, especially at corner. Running back, you take away Devin Singletary, and they don't really have much help there. So another running back, just to relieve some of the workload on Singletary's back, is definitely important, especially with a skill, skillful, agile player like James Cook. And they addressed some smaller issues. I'm going to go ahead and give the Bills a B overall grade. Moving on to the Detroit Lions. This was quite a draft that they had. There are some things I agree with and some things that I don't that they did, but overall their picks were good and definitely filled some voids on the team. First overall or second overall pick, obviously Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan definitely filled a void as a pass rusher, which is something that the Lions genuinely need. I don't know that they got the best one available, and I don't know that Hutchinson will be so much of a superstar. I think he will definitely be consistent and fill his void, if you will do his job but I don't know that he'll be a superstar in the league and then they traded up they traded their 32nd 34th and 40 I'm sorry and 66th pick to the Minnesota Vikings and they got in exchange the 12th pick and the 40 I think it was the 46th pick from the Vikings so with their 12th pick they took Jamison Williams out of Alabama wide receiver personal opinion best receiver in the draft this kid has incredible speed, good size, great hands, good route running skills. He's smart. He's aggressive. He is exactly what the Lions could use. If you think anything otherwise, you're just a bozo and you're not paying attention to the Lions. Yes, they need a quarterback, but you look at his games last year. He averaged over 220 yards per game and averaged more touchdowns than interceptions, which in term means he did his job, especially for a team that went 3 12 and 1, I think. Don't quote me on that. Then they go in the second round with their 14th pick, which was the 14th pick in the second round, which was the 46th pick that they got from Minnesota. They got another defensive end out of Kentucky, Josh Pascal. His nickname is Mr. Kentucky. He was the only person in school history to be a three time captain of the football team. He, you look at his film, he definitely is a gritty player. And it's something that the Lions could use for sure. So I don't know about drafting two DNs at the beginning of the draft, but it shows that they're aggressive. They're trying to fill that void as soon as possible, no questions asked. So I can appreciate it. Third round, they went and got the safety out of Illinois, who's a pretty solid player. Personally, he was top five at that position in the draft. So I definitely am glad that they were able to do that and fill that void. I knew kind of early on that they weren't going to get their hands on Kyle Hamilton, which would have been amazing, but I understand that they didn't. Later on in the draft, they had a fifth, two sixths, and a seventh, which they got a tight end, two linebackers, and a corner. Overall, I think this team had a great draft. I think they addressed a lot of their problems, not all of them, but a vast majority of them. And overall, I would say the Lions, I'm going to give them an A-minus draft grade. They definitely went and got some stud players that fill some voids. Moving on to the Arizona Cardinals. This team, I don't know about this draft. Yes, they filled voids and some needs on the team, but I don't know that they went and got 
the necessary players available. Their first pick being in the second round, a tight end out of Colorado State, Trey McBride. I really don't understand this one because personally they just re-signed Zach Ertz to I think it was a three-year extension. And on top of that, their backup tight end, I don't remember his name, last name Williams, but he's been pretty consistent as well. So I don't know that I fully understand the concept of a tight end draft here, but I'm not in the war room with them, so I don't know what they're looking for. Then they went out and got two DNs in round three, uh, Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State and MyJ Sanders out of Cincinnati. Definitely some stud players. I don't know that it was a void on the team as much as other positions, but definitely not the worst decisions in the world. They went and got Keontae Ingram out of USC running back uh, in the sixth round, which I can understand they definitely could use some help at running back considering they did lose Chase Edmonds in the offseason and all they have left are James Conner. So I can understand that move. And then in the sixth, their second pick in the sixth round, and then they had three seventh rounds. They got a guard, a corner, a linebacker, and another guard. They definitely need some O-line help, so I'm glad that they went out and made those moves. Corner is pretty necessary. They don't have Patrick Peterson anymore, obviously, and they don't really have a lot of studs in the corner category in general, so that's something that they needed to do. I personally think that they waited too late into the draft to address that position, but that's just me. And then a little bit of linebacker help, probably more of a depth position. Overall, I give Arizona a C+. Next in line, you have the Atlanta Falcons. I don't think they had the worst draft in the world. You look at the picks they made, they addressed a lot of the issues, especially the most recent one being Calvin Ridley being suspended for the season. So what do they do? Their first pick in the their eighth pick in the first round, they go and get the be- second best receiver in the draft, in my opinion, Drake London out of USC. Kid's talented, man. He's got every attribute you could ask for in a wide receiver, and he definitely proves it every single time he's on the field. He's a really good acquisition for a team like Atlanta, and they go and get him a quarterback in the third round, Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati, who is a very talented player, definitely has a lot of potential. We'll see if it transfers over to the league. They had two second-round picks, the D-end out of Penn State, Arnold Ebikite. Definitely a strong pick, a strong player, and he's shown that he can fill that void. I know I'm using that word a lot, and I'm going to continue using it because that's what the draft is about, is filling voids. But he definitely is a important pick here. Big dude, definitely going to get the job done. And then they get the linebacker out of Montana, Montana State, Troy Anderson. I don't know too much about the guy, but I know that he was one of the better linebackers in his conference, so definitely a good pick there. Obviously, like I mentioned, Desmond Ritter with the 10th pick in the third round. And then they got a linebacker out of Western Kentucky in the third round as, as well. Excuse me. And then in the fifth and sixth round, they got a running back, a guard, and a tight end. I would say overall the Falcons filled a lot of voids, but there's still a lot of work to be done for the team considering they lost Calvin Ridley and Calvin Ridley short-term Matt Ryan forever. So there's definitely some help here required, and I think that they went out and did a lot of what they had to do to make that happen. Atlanta overall gets an A-draft. 
Next, moving on to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, personally, this is one of my three favorite draft teams in the entire NFL draft. They made some fantastic picks. They had a lot of early picks in the draft. And real quick, let's run through what they had. So with their 14th pick in the first round, they drafted the best DB in the in the draft, Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Great safety. Absolute monster of an acquisition here. They could definitely use a little help at safety considering their corners aren't their corners are their strong suit in the terms of defensive backs, and they could have used some help as safety, so that definitely fills that goal. And then personally, they go and get one of the probably the best center in the draft, Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. Great pick out of their 25th pick, also first round. Definitely think this one will help them out on O-line considering what they've lost over the last couple of years, whether it be Marshall Yonda or when they lost the tackle as well i cannot remember his name at this time the lions had him for a little while but definitely wasn't the best part of his career second round with the 13th pick they go and get the second best outside linebacker in my opinion in this draft david ojabo out of michigan yes he did uh tear his achilles at his pro day but this kid is a monster pass rusher and he's good in pass coverage especially in the flat short routes so on and so forth. Kids a beast. Definitely a great acquisition for a team that could use a little bit of help since losing Matt Judon to the Patriots. In the third round, they got a D-tackle out of UConn. This kid is a stud. You know, you his film speaks for itself. Yeah, he went to a smaller school, but he proved why he separates himself from other players at that position. Definitely a needed acquisition there just to add some depth to the team more so rather than a dire need of that position. In the fourth round, they had six picks. This team had six picks. Crazy round for them. They went and got a tackle out of Minnesota, a corner, a tight end, a punter, another tight end, and a corner. I would say that the corners, they definitely added for depth purposes. The one out of Alabama, Jalen Armour Davis, is a pretty solid DB there. He definitely had a pretty decent season and showed that he's a pretty elite ball defender. Hopefully he'll be able to hold his own. And he has great mentors with guys like Marshawn, not Marshawn Lattimore, Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters on the team who are great at what they do and probably the best DB pair in the league right now. Later on, they had a sixth round pick to finish off the draft and they got a running back, which... Considering their struggles this last season, I can understand why they made the pick, but they definitely have a lot of depth there. I would say Baltimore, I'm going to give them an A flat. Personally, I would have liked to, liked to have seen them go on receiver here, especially since they, for some odd reason, traded away Marquise Brown, and I can only imagine what kind of pain and torment Lamar Jackson is going through. But other than that, overall, about an A draft grade. On to the Carolina Panthers. Personally, they went and got the most undisputed best lineman in this draft, Ikema Konwu out of NC State. This kid's an absolute monster. He's going to be one of the best linemen in the league for the year to come. He's going to have a very Rayshon Slater season, in my opinion. Slater was the best rookie lineman this last year on the Chargers, so look out for Ikema Konwu on the Carolina Panthers. He's going to help give a lot of pass protection to Sam Darnold, hopefully what he needs. In the third round, they selected Matt Corral, QB out of Ole Miss. I can appreciate this considering Sam Darnold didn't show too much of what he's capable of. He was playing on a very crippled Jets team and now a very crippled Carolina team, so it's hard to tell. But if you really look deeper into how Sam Darnold has played on 
Carolina this last season, he definitely needed more than just a couple linemen to help him do it. And Corral could potentially be trading roles with him. If you ask me, that would be the best thing to do. And I also kind of think that's what the Falcons are going to do between Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Moving on to the fourth round, they selected a linebacker out of Penn State, Brandon Smith. Definitely a solid linebacker. Could definitely add a little bit of depth. Shaq Thompson would be a good mentor for this kid, considering Shaq Thompson has been a above-average linebacker in this league for years. And then they finished the draft off with two six and a seventh, getting an outside linebacker, a guard, and a corner. Filling a couple of voids here and there. I'm going to give Carolina overall a B-plus draft grade. Moving on to the Carol, I'm sorry, Chicago Bears. They had a pretty decent amount of picks here for the draft. With their seventh pick, they took a corner out of Washington, Kyler Gordon. I personally think they took him a little higher than he should have been picked. But I can understand as the Bears could use a little bit of help out there at corner. Not a whole lot, but a little bit. Moving on to their another pick in the second round. They had a safety out of Penn State, Jaquan Brisker. This kid's a great safety. He's definitely got a lot of talent, a lot of potential in this league. I like him a lot. I think he's very similar to Kyle Hamilton, just not quite on the level. In the third round, they selected a wide receiver out of Tennessee, Velas Jones. Kid's pretty good. He's definitely got a lot to prove, but he's also got a lot of potential and a lot to come from. In the fifth round, they had two picks, six. They had three, seven. Seventh round, they had three, so go over those real quick. Fifth rounds, they had OT and a, uh, a tackle and an outside linebacker. Sixth round, they had a tackle running back center. And seventh round, guard safety punter. So they definitely addressed some of their needs. I don't think they addressed all of them on defense, especially since losing like Khalil Mack. They definitely could have used a little bit of more help out there in the terms of the pass rush. They do still have Randy Gregory, but that is a very um, older player cons- uh, in terms of compared to the remainder the remainder of the league as to the age for players that play that long. So I overall I'll give Chicago a B minus draft grade. They definitely needed to address a couple more things in my opinion. Moving on to Cincinnati, the Super Bowl attendees. Their first pick in their 31st pick in the draft, they selected safety out of Michigan Daxton Hill. Definitely got a stud here. He's a great player. Has a lot of potential and personally is really good in zone coverage. And with their second round pick, they selected another safety out of Nebraska. Now, this was a little bit curious to me because I can kind of understand Daxton Hill because, one, he's an elite DB. And, two, yeah, they have Von Von Bell, but they could definitely use a little bit more safety to help uh, back him up because Justin Simmons can't, I'm sorry, not Justin Simmons, Jesse Bates on the Bengals definitely could use a little more help opposite of him. Von Bell's not bad, but he's not great either. They went out and got a D tackle out of Florida in the third round, which was definitely a void filler considering they needed a little more help in the pass rush category. But personally, I think they needed to address the O-line a little more than they did in this draft. And all they got was a tackle out of North Dakota state in the fourth round. If you ask me, they needed a guard or two to draft early on in the draft, and they could have definitely made some picks there to make that happen. And then in the fifth and seventh round, they got a safety and a D-end. A lot of DB picks in this one, I guess I can kind of understand considering their lack of protection in the Super Bowl. But overall, I give the Bengals a C-plus draft grade. I don't think they addressed multiple positions that I think they needed to, considering their performance in the Super Bowl, but we'll see how it turns out for them. Cleveland Browns. 
Now, they did not have a pick until the third round, but I definitely think that they grabbed a couple of studs after the fact. They had three third-round picks, two-fourths, a five, a six, and two sevens. So their three-thirds, they selected a corner out of Mississippi State, D-end, and a wide receiver, David Bell out of Purdue. Definitely a steal there, in my opinion, for him to fall all the way to the end of the third. That's definitely a wild pick to me. He definitely deserved to be in the top two rounds just based on talent. Overall, I would say that the Cleveland Browns definitely addressed a lot of their issues early on in the draft, considering they needed some D-line help, a little bit of wide receiver help as well. And I think that they went out and addressed those pretty quickly on in the draft. And then later on in the draft, they went on and got a place kicker, running back, wide receiver, D-end, and a center. A lot of depth and role play positions here. I would say Cleveland, I will give them a B overall draft grade just on the fact that they weren't able to get any true studs other than David Bell out of this draft because they had a lack of high picks. So B overall. Next, moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. I would say they had a pretty decent draft. Their 24th pick in the first round, they selected Tyler Smith, tackle out of Tulsa. Definitely a pretty solid lineman, and Dallas could use a little bit of help in the O-line category. They have some good O-linemen, but they could use just a bit more to keep Dak that much more protection and Zeke a little more run protection as well. In the second round, they selected a linebacker out of Ole Miss. Definitely a necessary pick there because they could use a little bit of help in terms of pass rush, which is that void there, other than Demarcus Lawrence, who did pretty well, and then Micah Parsons filled the role pretty well on the inside linebacker, so they just needed a little bit of help. An outside linebacker made a good pick there. And then they went on to get a wide receiver, tight end, tackle, corner, inside linebacker, D-tackle, and another inside linebacker. Overall, I would say Dallas... I'll give them a, a B-plus draft. I would say they addressed a lot of the problems, but could have done a little bit better and addressed them a little more head-on. Moving on to Green Bay. Now, Green Bay had a pretty good pick early on. They had a two first-round picks, both players out of Georgia, and it was an inside linebacker, Quay Walker, and D-tackle, Devontae Wyatt. I would say that out of the players that they selected and what they think they needed, they had drafted the best available players at those positions at that time and then they went and got a receiver out of North Dakota State which I find somewhat interesting because if you look at who the backup quarterback is on the Packers he went to North Dakota State so I'm wondering if maybe these were guys that played together and it's a chemistry thing here and they're just testing it I'm not too sure but we'll see Later on in the draft, they took a guard, wide receiver, guard, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, D tackle, offensive tackle, and another wide receiver. Obviously, since they lost Devontae Adams, you would have expected them to address the wide receiver position a little bit more, but clearly they had some other plans. Overall, I'm going to give Green Bay a C-plus draft grade. Moving on to the Houston Texans. They made a very surprising pick with their third overall pick and got Derek Stingley Jr., corner out of LSU, absolute monster db here we've known about him for over two years now he's been one of the most talked about defensive backs in football for the last two college football seasons and i think that there's a lot of potential here and they could definitely use it over there in houston but i do think that there were better available players at this position in the draft with the third overall pick so a little questionable but not to at all 
stud the fact that they went and got a great player. They had a 15th pick as well. They got a guard out of Texas A&M, Kenyon Green. Definitely a stud player. I can understand why they traded up for it. They definitely wanted to make an impact and make that happen. Now, they definitely had a couple good picks later on in the draft. So, you look at their next pick. It was a safety out of Baylor, Jalen Pytree. Not a bad pick. They could use a little bit of help there at DB. Obviously, they got Derek Stingley. They got him as well. So, hopefully, those two will definitely add a little bit of reinforcement there. They, their next two picks, I like a lot. As you look at who they are and what the impact they had on their college team, and I think they'll have a big impact on their pro team. John Mechie, wide receiver out of Bama, and Christian Harris, inside linebacker out of Bama. Christian Harris was the defensive leader of that team in Alabama, and I think that that's a huge pick there because for somebody to have that much leadership at a young age, it shows that he's a very mature player, and I think he'll fit in well in Houston and definitely fill that role as Houston D defense defensive linebackers could use a little leadership. And if Christian Harris catches on early, similar to how Micah Parsons did, not quite on that caliber, but similar, hopefully he can have that impact on the rest of the team. And then John Mechie, probably the Alabama's best receiver the last two seasons statistically. So definitely a solid pick there. And then later on, they got a running back, D tackle, tight end, offensive tackle. Overall, I think that Houston addressed the things that they need and addressed them pretty early on. So I'm going to go ahead and give Houston an A- minus draft grade. They definitely did really well and addressed a lot of problems at the proper times in the draft. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I don't know too much about what the picks they made and the players they picked. I only know about two of them, to be completely honest. Wide receiver out of Cincinnati, Cincinnati Alec Pierce in the second round. Only know about him because of Cincinnati's success, so I would say that it's not a bad pick. They could definitely use the help at receiver considering their best receiver is Michael Pittman, and their second best is T.Y. Hilton, who's on the tail end of his career considering they lost Zach Pascal to the Eagles. In the third round, they had three picks. They got a tight end, a tackle, and a safety. I think that they addressed a couple of voids on the team there, but not quite the best caliber players. And then they got a D-tackle tight end, D-tackle safety. I don't know how much I like Indianapolis's draft. It seems like they draft a lot of players that I don't know too much about, so I don't want to be unfair about it. So I'm going to go ahead and just give them a B-minus overall. I don't think that they drafted the best players available, but I do think that they filled some voids. So right in the middle of the water, about a B-minus. Moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they didn't have a whole lot of picks, but they did have some early picks one of them being the first overall pick. I think that they jumped big time here in taking Trayvon Walker with the first pick. He's a great player. Had the, recorded the fastest 40 time for a defensive lineman ever. Definitely a big impact. Had a lot of consistent statements, improvement, improving points in college. But I don't know if he was the first overall pick worthy. I would have said top five, but not quite the first pick. So... We'll see his impact on the team, and then I think they got a great pick. They actually got a steal, in my opinion, Devin Lloyd, inside linebacker out of Utah. I'm surprised he fell all the way down to the 27th pick. I thought he would have went in the first probably 20 to 18 picks. So I think that was a fantastic pick by them, and Miles Jack should be a pretty good mentor to help him learn the game. In the third round, they got a center and another inside linebacker, and then the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, they got a running back and two corners. 
Overall, I would say Jacksonville addressed some definite issues on the team, but one of the biggest ones was O-line, in my opinion, and they didn't address that at all, not even the slightest. So I will give Jacksonville an B+, maybe even an A-, just considering they did address issues on the team, but I think O-line was the most important, and they didn't touch it. So we'll go A-. Next up, Kansas City. They had... A couple of pretty good picks. They picked the other DB out of Washington, Trent McDuffie. Personally, this is the better DB out of Washington, in my opinion. I can respect the pick. Then in the 30th pick, they got the D-end out of Purdue, George Karlaftis. Personally, I think this is a good pick. He was a projected a top 10 pick a couple of about a month ago or so. So I definitely respect the pick. And then in the second round, they got wide receiver out of Western Michigan, Sky Moore. Great pick, in my opinion. Kid is very talented and wasn't spoken up spoken on enough because of the school he went to. But he's a great player. A lot of potential should fit in well with a great quarterback like Pat Mahomes. Then they drafted a safety, inside linebacker, corner guard, corner running back, and safety. Overall, I would say Kansas City definitely addressed a lot of issues the team, considering they did lose their best receiver, Tyreek Hill. They did go and get a pretty good one. Also, they signed Juju Smith-Schuster. So hopefully they've added enough depth to the team, not to mention signing Mark Quiz Valdez-Scantling from Green Bay as well. Overall, I'm going to give Kansas City an A-minus draft grade, considering they did touch on a lot of their most important needs, in my opinion. The L.A. Chargers, I would say this team could have done better draft-wise, but considering what they were able to get in the offseason, I can understand that they, I can give them a little slack. But first pick, they had the 17th pick in the first round, guard out of Boston College, Zion Johnson, stud player, definitely a lot of potential, showed a lot of consistency in the college, hopefully that'll carry over. No second-round pick. Then they had a third, fourth, fifth, two-sixths, two-sevenths. So they got a safety, running back, DT, the tackle, guard, two corners, and a fullback. A lot of potential players here, but I don't think they addressed a lot of issues. I would say a B overall draft for the Chargers. Next up, you got the Rams. They did not have a pick until the third round. They drafted a guard out of Wisconsin, Logan Bruss. Uh, not a bad pick there. I don't know too much about them. I really don't know too much about any of their picks considering their picks fell so late in the draft. They didn't have any first or second rounders. Then they got a corner, running back, safety, corner, linebacker, safety, tackle. Definitely, I would say, added some depth to their roster. I wouldn't say they have any roles that really need to be filled. Maybe a couple of positions, but nothing too serious. So they definitely added some depth. I'll give them a B overall draft grade. The Las Vegas Raiders, another team that didn't have a pick till the third round. So it's a little hard to speak on the team and their picks because I don't know too much about them. Uh, guard, running back, D-tackle, D-tackle, O-tackle, and running back. I would say I don't know about needing so many running backs, considering who you have. You definitely have enough to get it done. Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs. Uh, probably could have used some linebacker or DB help, but it is what it is. It did address some offensive line questions and a defensive line question. It seems like they had, they're trying to beef up the trenches, if you will, to just add that much more strength. I'll give them a B minus overall draft grade. The Miami Dolphins, another team that didn't have a pick until the third round. I would say they drafted some important players, but nothing too crazy. Inside linebacker, wide receiver, outside linebacker, quarterback. 
Overall, I give them a C plus, man. They didn't really address too many issues. They weren't aggressive in terms of trading to get more picks because they definitely needed them. So I would give them a C plus. Minnesota Vikings, man, they had a better draft than a lot of people give them credit for. I'm going to just go ahead out the gate and say I give them an A overall draft grade. You look at what they got, the first pick, the first round pick, last pick in the first round, out of they got from Detroit, they got a safety out of Georgia, Lewis Sign, definitely a great player there, uh, top three safety in the draft in my opinion. And then with their 10th pick in the second round, they went and got a corner out of Clemson, Andrew Booth, definitely a stud, we've heard his name a lot, everybody knows who he is. There's another pick in the second round. They got a guard out of LSU, Ed Ingram. That's a name I know. It's a name I've heard often, so it's definitely a stud player. Seen his film. It speaks for itself. And then in the draft, they got an inside linebacker, corner, D-end, running back, O-tackle, wide receiver, and a tight end. I would say overall, Minnesota addressed a lot of their issues. So like I said, I'm going to give them an A overall draft grade. The New England Patriots. Now, their draft had a bit of a head-scratcher, was a bit of a head-scratcher for me, considering their first two picks, I think, were stretches. The guard out of Chattanooga, Cole Strange, I'm not too sure about that one. I really didn't know a whole lot about him. I know that he was good at what he did, considering he was projected a first or second round pick. I don't know about being taken in the first, though. I do think it was a bit of a stretch and a bit of a reach. And then Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor, wide receiver. Great receiver, but I do think there were better options available at that time, and I do think it was a bit of a reach, but clearly they saw something in him that we don't. But I'm not too sure about trusting their judgment, considering was it two or three years ago they drafted Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State, and we all see how that turned out. And their next few picks, they had a corner-corner, running back QB, running back D-tackle, and two guards. I would say overall they made some... Picks that they needed to make, but I don't know that they took the better players available, so I'm going to go ahead and give them a C overall grade here. Next up, you have the New Orleans Saints. They didn't have a lot of picks, but the picks they made were great picks in my opinion. They had two first-rounders, first one being Chris Olave out of Ohio State wide receiver. Fourth best receiver in the draft in my opinion, definitely a stud player. Consistency, we've heard his name for the last couple years in college football. He's proven who he is and what he can do. Moving on, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning. Stud player, definitely a name I recognize, film I've seen. Great at what he does, good pick there. And then they got a corner, an inside linebacker D-tackle. Not a lot of picks, but a handful of great ones. I'll give New Orleans a B-plus draft grade. Next up, you got one of my favorite drafts in the entire draft this year, the New York Giants. Their first two picks, the fifth and seventh pick in the first round, you had Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. I don't even need to say where they're from or what position they play. Some of the most talked about college football players this season. Absolutely fantastic picks. Definitely filled voids on the team. Doesn't matter who you are or what you think. Those are great players. They're going to do fantastic in the league. It's just shown. I personally would have liked the Lions to take Kayvon Thibodeau over Hutchinson, but it is what it is. The second round, they drafted Wandale Robinson out of Kentucky, wide receiver. Now, I didn't see too much film on his, but luckily, I'm blessed. One of my friends went to seven-on-seven seven camps with him a lot and knows a lot about him. He's told me a lot about him. Kid is very talented, stud, hardworking, and is definitely going to make his mark in this league at whatever caliber he does. Then they had a lot of picks as the draft went on. They went and got a guard, a corner, tight end, safety, inside linebacker, D-tackle, guard, and inside linebacker. 
I would say that this team addressed about 80% of the positions that they needed to address in this draft. So just for that, this is my second favorite draft in the entire draft. I'm giving them an A overall draft grade. Next draft, this is easily my favorite draft in the entire draft this year, and that's the New York Jets. I'm going to tell you right now, A+, before I even go into the picks, they got some absolutely great players. Their first three picks were all first-rounders, first one being Sauce Gardner, corner out of Cincinnati. We all know about him, best, D, best corner in the draft this year, in my opinion. Absolute great pick. It was predicted that they would get him, and they did. Fantastic. Next pick, they got Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Third best receiver in the draft this year. Love the pick. Very talented. A lot of potential. A lot ahead of him. And definitely mimics a lot of some of the better player, better receivers in the league as we speak. Personally, they got a steal with their third pick in the in the first round. They got D-end out of Florida State, Jermaine Johnson. This kid's a monster, man. He can play really, really good football. I don't know if that he'll play D-end. I personally think he'll be moved to an outside linebacker because he's a good pass rusher, but he's also good in pass coverage. So I would watch out for this kid. And then in the second round, they went and got the best running back in the draft, in my opinion, Brees Hall out of Iowa State. Great player. Definitely has a lot to prove, but also a lot he's shown in college, a lot that I'm excited to see, and hopefully him and Michael Carter will trade off snaps. And then their last three picks, they had a tight end, a tackle, and a DN. Like I said, I'm giving them an A+. I don't care. It's my favorite draft in the draft. Their first four picks were unbelievable. Absolutely smart and genius picks there. A-plus for the Jets. Next up, you got the Philadelphia Eagles, another one of my uh, drafts that I liked. Not one of the best because they didn't have a whole lot of picks, but the picks they made were definitely good ones. Their first one, the 13th overall, being a D-tackle out of Georgia, Jordan Davis, name we all know too well. Absolute beast of a player. Hopefully he carries over to the league. Their second pick was center out of Nebraska, Cameron Jurgens, Solid player, definitely shows a lot of signs that he belongs to be one of the elite linemen. And then they got a steal in the third round. I wanted the Lions to grab this guy so bad. N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia, the captain of that defense as well. And then they got another linebacker and then a tight end out of SMU with their two six-round picks. Overall, I'm going to give Philly a A-. minus. I definitely think that they addressed some serious problems. They could have addressed some more, but they didn't have a lot of picks. So A- minus because the picks that they did have, they made great picks. Moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They made some pretty good picks in this draft. They could have made some better ones, but overall they didn't make the worst ones. Their first pick being Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Definitely needed a QB here. This was the first one to go in the draft and the first one to go before the third round. And the only one to go before the third round. So excited to see he's going to stay in the hometown of Pittsburgh, see how it goes. And then their second round, they got George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. A name we've heard over the last two seasons, he, I say he's top six receiver in the draft. I definitely say there are other better options in at that position in this draft, but doesn't, I'm not snubbing the kid at all because he's definitely talented and good at what he does. And then they got a DN, wide receiver, fullback, outside linebacker, quarterback. So Steelers definitely address some of the problems. I wouldn't say all of them though. Overall, I'll give the Steelers a B plus draft grade. Moving on to Seattle. I would say they got one of the better offensive linemen with their first overall, with their ninth pick, Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Tackle, he's a great player. We've known a lot about him, a lot to see here. Their second pick, they got Boye Mafe out of Minnesota, outside linebacker. Great player, a lot, lot of potential. 
Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, running back in the second round. We all know about this kid. He's a stud, man. I'm telling you right now, y'all going to stop sleeping on Kenneth Walker. His name was not talked about enough. Personally, I think that Hassan Haskins out of Michigan was not as good as Kenneth Walker, considering the fact that he got drafted lesser. But I would say during the season, Kenneth uh, Hassan Haskins had a little more praise than Kenneth Walker, and that's a little crazy to me because Ken Walker is the second-best running back in this draft, personally. Later on in the draft, they got a tackle, two corners, DN, two wide receivers. I would say they addressed a lot of the important positions that they needed to address. Not every single one of them, especially the most important one, in my opinion, being quarterback after losing Russell Wilson. But overall, not a bad draft. I'll give them a B- solely for the fact that they really needed a quarterback and just didn't take one. San Francisco 49ers. I would say not a bad draft. I personally think there was better picks to be made. But... Overall, not horrible. Drake Jackson out of USC, outside linebacker, pretty good player. And then they went and got a running back, wide receiver, offensive tackle, corner, offensive tackle, D-tackle, corner, quarterback. Definitely addressed some of the gaps in the team to add a little bit of depth. Overall, probably about a B-, B overall draft grade. Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not have a pick until the first pick of the second round, considering they traded their pick in the first round. They got Logan Hall, D and out of Houston. Stub player, I would say a there were better players available in my opinion. But still not a bad pick. Luke Godecki out of Central Michigan offensive tackle. Not too bad. I wouldn't say that they needed too much help at tackle, more so at guard and center for the O-line, but this is a team we know well that has a lot of potential. Considering they lost Gronk this in this offseason, they drafted a tight end around four. Definitely appreciate that. They also drafted another one in round six. And on top of that, they had also drafted a running back, punter, corner, and a D end. Overall, give Tampa Bay a give them a B. Tennessee Titans. Their first pick was a wide receiver out of Arkansas, Traylon Burks. Talented kid. I would say he's got good size, 6'2, 225. Definitely mimics. Um, a couple of the stronger players like DK Metcalf, not quite as tall, but definitely as physical as somebody like him who has a lot of potential there. They got Roger McCreary out of Auburn corner. I would say great pick personally. I think this kid's a stud. Um, I don't think he was, I'd say he's definitely top 10 corner in the draft, but overall not a bad pick. And then they went and got a tackle quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, safety, inside linebacker. Overall, Tennessee, Tennessee's a team that they don't have a whole lot of voids. They did draft Malik Willis in the third round. I would say that Ryan Tannehill is definitely not your franchise guy. I don't know. I think his success comes from who's around him. And it blows my mind that the Titans traded A.J. Brown. I absolutely blows my mind that they did that. So it's good that they their first pick was a wide receiver, Traylon Burks. But still, I'm not too sure about that trade. Uh, they also took Hassan Haskins out of Michigan running back. So, I don't know. We'll see how they do. But overall, I'll give them a draft grade of a B. And then lastly, Washington. Wide receiver out of Penn State, Jahan Dotson. I don't know that he was a first-round talent, in my opinion. But, good pick. He definitely is a skilled at what he does. He's a great route runner in his film. I mean, he... He, he makes some plays on some of the better DBs in the draft this year, so definitely a good pick, but not the best in my opinion. And then they got a D-tackle, running back, safety, quarterback, tight end, 
guard and corner. Their quarterback pick was Sam Howell out of North Carolina, for those that know. Overall, I would say they get a B-plus draft grade. They did address a lot of positions. I don't know that they drafted the best available players, but they did address a lot of their positions. Overall, you guys, that's the draft. I would say that there was a lot of good stuff to see this year. I know I sounded very repetitive in this episode, and I do apologize, but it's because a lot of these players, yes, they had unique talents to themselves, but I wouldn't say that they were so different just because we haven't seen them on an NFL professional scale yet. Once we see these draft picks start playing in the league, I definitely think there will be a lot more to see in that aspect, and this is also a bit of a longer episode, so I didn't want to go on forever and ever about what I think about every single player that was picked, but I will say the ones that I did go on about a little longer were the definitely the ones that I found more intriguing. I would say because of how impactful the NFL draft was this last week that that is going to be all for this episode and we will leave next week to the NBA playoffs, especially a lot of good stuff going on in the playoffs. Some teams getting knocked out, some mouth talking, a lot of opinions I can tell you are coming your way. So definitely a lot to look forward to in next episode, guys. Stay tuned. Hit us up on socials. You know what to do. I will see you next week. Peace out. A little song we can ride into Me and bro with a vibe or two uh, Doing shit that I'm not into To the beat that I'm not into A little bit of guidance Getting rough but we never really fighting And these words in my mind could to write in Had to learn that this ain't over Okay, I like it a little song we can ride into, me and bro with a vibe or two. I'm fly like the Emirates, try to be smooth when I'm talking my shit, but my flow is so ignorant. Niggas not getting it like my entendres. I can stack it in slow and then double it, speed of this shit, I can triple it. Whatever I do to my masterpiece, better me, niggas is feeling it. I walked into school on my first day on campus, knew from the jump I can't have this. Went to the stool and start cooking some magic, I said I cannot be average. I wasted so much of my time in class and then I start playing that Madden. Imagine I started my grind three years ago, who would've known what could happen? Surrounding myself with people who was negative and they played a distraction I cut them off out of my life so quick, been slowly rising by the fraction I'm growing my followers, gaining some traction, ambience walking Manhattan Masterpiece floating, I'm looking what happened, tweaking straight off of the canvas like A little something we can ride into, me and bro with a vibe or two Doing shit that I'm not into, to the beat that I'm not into. A little bit of guidance, getting rough, but we never really fight in. And these words in my mind go to write in. Had to learn that this ain't over. Okay, look, a little something we can ride into. Me and bro with a vibe or two. Doing shit that I'm not into, to the beat that I'm not into. A little bit of guidance, getting rough, but we never really fight in. And these words in my mind go to write in.